This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. This week, the state of Alabama asked for a federal judge to dismiss an inmate's lawsuit regarding his lethal injection date. Attorneys for Alan Miller have filed a lawsuit to stop the September 22nd execution from going forward based off of past paperwork where a different method was selected. Miller claims that he chose to die by nitrogen hypoxia back in 2018, which is a yet unapproved method of execution. He also says that the state is ignoring his request and claiming they don't have the paperwork. The state of Alabama says that Miller's complaint does not rise to the level necessary for a judge to block the already planned execution. Miller has been on death row for the 1999 triple killing of three men near his place of work. The family of a teenage boy who died by suicide is filing a wrongful death lawsuit against the residential facility where he was before his death. The lawsuit is in regards to 15-year-old Connor Bennett and his time at Brighter Path Facility in Tuskegee. The lawsuit claims that Bennett endured abuse for the six months that he was at the youth home and that his attempts to stop the abuse or alert other people were ignored. Attorney Tommy James spoke with WSFA News about this case. What his family wants out of this case is for there to be some accountability. So this doesn't happen to any other innocent children. Um, They want positive change, and that's why they filed this case. James also says that there are three witnesses to Bennett's complaints about staff and supervisors abusing him. Bennett was placed in that Brighter Paths facility in October of 2021. Brighter Path holds contracts with the Alabama Department of Youth Services and the Department of Human Resources in treating at-risk children. Authorities in Walker County say they have seized a large amount of fentanyl that was headed for the streets and would dangerously affect hundreds of lives. The narcotics unit of the Walker County Sheriff's Office seized 57 grams of fentanyl along with 15 grams of meth. Four adults were arrested in connection with those drugs. Authorities say the drugs were headed to the Sipsi community in that county. A grand jury indicts a train engineer for the death of a Mississippi man in South Alabama. The jury issued the indictment against 49-year-old James Elder of Spanish Fort with charges of chatting on a video call while running the Canadian National Train. That train collided with heavy equipment that was on the tracks to install railroad ties. The collision killed Dexter Scott, one of the contractors working on the project. The indictment reads that Elder recklessly used a cellular device while operating a locomotive that was going too fast under the circumstances. Authorities in Tuscaloosa have found the man who has been wanted for over 12 years for sexual assault. Alexander Velasquez Hernandez was ultimately located in Mexico and has since been arrested. Hernandez was wanted for a series of attacks on women at the University of Alabama student apartments. Those attacks occurred between July of 2008 and March of 2009. Investigators say that Hernandez would pose as a maintenance man in order to gain access to the apartments when females were there alone. This occurred on three different occasions in a year before Hernandez was ultimately identified. He then fled the country. The violent crimes unit in Tuscaloosa have kept this case open and ongoing in order to locate Hernandez. He is currently in the Tuscaloosa jail without bond. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. 
In national news, Republicans in the U.S. House introduce a bill to block taxpayer money from being used by the World Economic Forum to push a globalist agenda. The bill is being sponsored by congressional members Scott Perry, Tom Tiffany, and Lauren Boebert. It's called the Defund Davos Act. The legislation makes references to the World Economic Forum's plan for the Great Reset, which would abolish private property and promote a global and centralized government, along with social credit scores and digital banking. The Defund Davos Act would prohibit funds from the U.S. State Department, the U.S. Agency for International Development, and other federal agencies from being sent to the WEF. The former director of national intelligence is speaking out about the FBI raid of Donald Trump's home in Florida. John Ratcliffe was appointed by Trump to head up the DNI during the Trump administration. Ratcliffe spoke on Fox News about the papers that were taken from the Mar-a-Lago Resort. What the Department of Justice and FBI have done have have inflamed uh, partisan divisions and mistrust among you know, the American people uh, by an agency in the FBI that has, has previously, as well documented, gone after Donald Trump unfairly, been caught spying on his campaign. Um, why wouldn't you appoint a special master to try and tamp down um, some of the emotions on this issue and give the American public some sense that maybe this process will get more fair uh, as things go along. Let me tell you what this is about. Uh, good prosecutors with good cases play it straight. They don't yep. need to play games. They don't need to shop for judges. They don't need to leak uh, intelligence that may or may not exist. And, you know, in this case, uh, this tells you that the government didn't find what they were looking for. There weren't nuclear secrets in Melania Trump's underwear drawer. And they're trying to justify what they've done uh, they're not playing it straight uh, before the American people. And, you know, I, th- I think that that's going to play out. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is sending busloads of illegal migrants to the Windy City on top of New York City and Washington, D.C. Abbott has been sending these busloads into major cities after the influx of illegal aliens crossing the U.S.-Mexico border has overrun the nearby Texas towns and cities. Abbott says that sending the illegals to liberal cities like Chicago is part of his response to President Joe Biden's open border policies and inaction, which is putting the people of Texas at risk. The Chicago mayor's office did confirm that they were notified of a busload of 60 migrants headed their way. So far, Texas has sent more than 7,000 migrants on these buses to other cities since April of this year. A report coming out of the United Nations accuses China of human rights violations against the Uyghur People Group. The 48-page document says the Chinese government has been committing these arbitrary detentions and crimes against the Uyghurs in the name of counterterrorism since the Uyghur people group are predominantly Muslim. Former detainees have described the mental and physical torture they endured at the hands of Chinese government officials as part of a re-education program. The report was written by Michelle Bachelet of the UN. Bachelet also announced that she will be leaving her position as High Commissioner for Human Rights at the UN, and she's doing so for personal reasons. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he talks to attorney Matt Clark of the Alabama Center for Law and Liberty about supporting U.S. Navy SEALs in their lawsuit to overcome COVID-19 vaccine mandates is you guys just filed a new brief in that lawsuit regarding Navy SEALs looking for their um, relief from the vaccine mandates. Talk to me. Yeah, that's that's absolutely rational. So, um, you know, we, we've seen various challenges around the country to uh, different vaccine mandates. We saw um, 
you know, the, when the Biden administration came out with their OSHA vaccine mandate, you know, we represented an Alabama construction company, took that fight all the way to the Supreme Court and won. Um, but now one of the mandates that's being challenged has been the vaccine mandate for the military. Um, now, Phil, I'm sure that when you were in and you were a ranger, I mean, I, for, from what I hear from all of our service members, is they wind up getting jabbed with all kinds of things that, you know, aren't even necessarily FDA approved. But in this case, um, many of the SEALs are, are Christians and they have religious objections to uh, this particular vaccine's connection with uh, aborted fetal cells. And so for them, they're thinking, look, this is a little bit of a, this is a bridge too far for us because we feel like, you know, we're profiting from um, the murder of innocent people and we feel like we can't do this in good conscience. So uh, First Liberty Institute out of Texas, they do fantastic work. They're representing the SEALs. Uh, the SEALs got a preliminary injunction at trial which means that, you know, for now, um, they don't have to comply with the vaccine mandate. And uh, the Biden administration uh, just appealed to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit, which is going to decide the appeal. Um, we got to represent a former three-star general who was one of the founding members of the Delta Force. Uh, his name is Lieutenant General uh, Jerry Boykin. He works now for the Family Research Council. But he was one of the founding members of the Delta Force. He eventually rose to the rank of its commander. Um, and he, he, had a, he had a pretty stellar career in special operations. Um, but he believed that the SEALs could be accommodated without hurting military readiness. So we got to represent him, and he got to tell the court why, as a former Special Forces commander, he could speak to this and say, you know, you can protect their rights without screwing up the military, and here's, here's how you can do it. You can find more of that podcast at rightsideradio.org. And here's your reminder as we head into the weekend that for every bad actor that makes it to the headlines, there are millions of others doing the right thing, whether it's reported on or not. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a wonderful weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.